Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that is coming to you through a series of wires and, like, there's a box over there and a computer and there's, like, a couple chairs here. It's just a whole production. Of course. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football a Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. <clears throat> I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is my mal pal. She is your mal pal. She's everyone's mal pal. It's Mallory Hartley. Hi, Mallory. Hi. How's it going? Great. You happy to be back doing the show? <laughs> she's yes, like, she's I like, am. Um, she's like looking at her watch. She's like, I have important things to do and you are keeping me from them. I have lots of editing to get done. I know No, you do. I really don't. I, uh, I actually did really well this week. I got caught up on a lot of stuff this past weekend, mm. so I didn't have as much to take on during the week. What are you, so. what are you, what are you holding? my intern football so wow you guys gave me a football when i interned here Believe after in my dreams. they were like hey here's a football bye we oh wait into, come back we ran into an intern a former intern last night we were at the longview did uh, you we were at the longview and western ski game which we'll talk about here in a moment um we ran into our buddy thomas bingham thomas bingham is a former dave campbell's texas football intern and hmm. he is now he took over for our buddy hayden henry out there in the longview paper the longview news journal so yeah it's good to see him anyway oh, cool. so yeah interns doing big things yeah today is like they're producing the show today today yes. is friday september 24th 2021 62 days until thanksgiving happy birthday to f scott fitzgerald hey uh hey mallory who's f scott fitzgerald he is an author what do you write Something I read in English class back in high school, but I don't remember. Sorry. Uh, Consider maybe the great American novel. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's the great Gatsby. Oh, I did read. I was right. I did read that in English class. Yes. He also wrote Tender is the Night, which is better than the great Gatsby. Episode 1248. On today's show, friends, we're going to announce the Dave Campbell's Texas Football, uh, uh, Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week. Going to announce the Dairy Max, built by Chocomoke Assistant Coach of the Week. And then it's Helpful Honda Mailback Friday. Woo! We're going to answer your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel as much as we can. Uh, we do have a hard out. Mm, probably go to like 1235, but we got to get out of here because Mallory's got important things to do. I do. So, and you have important things to do. That's 
not true. You have a you, show to be on. You tonight. don't. Oh, I, I didn't know where you were going with that. You go. You have a shh. And I thought you were going to be like. You're going to be like. I know you this have, is live. I can't, I know what I'm supposed to say and what I'm not supposed to say. Okay, I just I just presumed. <laughs> I presumed you were going to like issue a uh, issue a comment about the quality of my broadcasting. There, it's very oh. shh. It's a good show. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Rob Hadaway, Tanner Solis, Terry Crawford, hey coach, and Tony Blaylock. Welcome what's, in, fellas. What's up, nerds? Uh, all right, let's get this. Dave Campbell, Texas football, in conjunction with the Texas Bulls, proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas each Monday. TexasFootball.com announces 10 candidates for that week's award. Based on the previous week's on-field performance, we didn't leave it up to you. <clears throat> Don't blame me. You guys voted for this. I'll let you give a pretty good answer this here week. Uh, closing uh, Voting closes each Friday at noon, where we then we announce the, sh- the winner here on the show. This is this is when, the part where we announce the winner. The Week 4 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week... Stephenville wide receiver Coy Eakin, who put on a show last week. 12 catches, 285 yards, and three touchdowns receiving. Congratulations to all the nominees. Corpus Christi Miller quarterback Jaden Brown, Katie Morton Ranch running back Santana Scott, Lake Dallas quarterback Brendan Soresby, Glenn Rose quarterback Hudson White, Liberty Ilo athlete Cal Jones, Belleville athlete Robert Briggs, Canateo running back and defensive back LJ Martin, Childress wide receiver Lamont Nickelberry, and El Dorado quarterback Corvin Covarubias. But a very special congratulations to the week four Mr. Texas football player of the week, Stephenville wide receiver Coy Eakin. Very well-deserved young man. Something funny? Yeah, I just realized I, I uh, put up the winner before you, before you said it, so I'm going to wait to do this one. Someone even in the comments said that, and I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> so I'm going to wait. It's going great. Jerry Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas football staff nominates four deserving assistant coaches for the Jerry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week and let fans decide on the winner via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Jerry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Year decided at season's end. Your week four Jerry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week is... Klein Forest Offensive Coordinator Rodney Freeman. Uh, Kendrick Bailey ran for 192 yards and three touchdowns to pace a 415-yard attack, including 312 yards on the ground as the Golden Eagles flew plat flew past Houston Bel Air 66-21. Congratulations to all the nominees. Dallas Conrad Defensive Coordinator Michael McNatt, Natalia Defensive Coordinator Casey Crowther, and Smithville Offensive Coordinator Shane Savoy. But a very special congratulations to the Week 4 Dairy Max, built by Chuck and Milk Assistant Coach of the Week, Klein Forest Office Coordinator Rodney, Rodney Freeman. Congratulations, Coach. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Just, just kind of do it. That'd be cool. You can help Mallory stay employed. Please. Why'd you say it like that? Because I like working here. I wanna, I wanna keep working here. So oh, okay. please subscribe. TexasFootball.com/slash/subscribe for Mallory's sake. <laughs> please. A little bit of Thursday cleanup. A little bit of Thursday action from last night. We were out. Uh, myself, um, Schlee Pickle, and um, Matt Stepp were out in Mesquite. 
Yes. Beautiful Mesquite awesome Memorial Stadium. Stadium for West Mesquite and Longview. And this game got very hairy mm-hmm. for Longview. Longview was a big favorite in this game. And they were, first of all, I think you give a lot of credit to West Mesquite. They are very clearly better than they were um, the year last year in mm-hmm. uh, in second year under Coach Frank Sandoval. They're very clearly better, like like almost unrecognizable. Like they are way better. Uh, they got a one-handed touchdown catch right before halftime awesome. by uh, T.J. Turner. We've got video. I tweeted video. Our, our buddy Guy Frazier was out there. He got video oh, right cool. on the sideline, right in front of him. But he hauled in kind of basket catch, a, one, uh, a, a one-handed touchdown catch. It was awesome. Uh, and they, they went in halftime tied to 21. Now, Longview, take nothing away from West Mesquite, but Longview made a lot of mistakes in the first half. They, they just played sloppy. They did not look good. Uh, they figured it out in the second half. West Mesquite. Turned the ball over a couple times. Longview forced a couple of turnovers, um, and then they, they ended up running away with a, a 56 to 28 win over over West Mesquite uh, to open up district play. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had I, I interviewed John King afterwards. Mm. Uh, we'll have that up on TexasFootball.com here shortly. Um, we had a great conversation with him as always. Um, he is, as you know, uh, very um, uh, quiet, reserved. And um and generally you know not a great interview so right keep lower those eyebrows um, two great coaches though oh yeah no two, two great coaches we co- love yeah. two yeah. coaches we love and coach Sandoval and and, and again love that. again you know it, it's funny I'll I'll just blow up Frank Sandoval's you know spot but like after the game we were catching up with him and talking like that and you know we told him how impressed we were with his team and stuff like that uh, but then he kind of he looked across and he, he saw Coach King and he's like that's why that guy's a legend mm-hmm. you know what I mean like that guy he knows what he's doing and and sure enough you know he was able to come out with a win but but I'll tell you that I do think that I think Western Skeet's improved Longview I have some questions about Longview um, now they were they were banged up last night mm-hmm. uh, but but ahead of there, there's tougher games ahead, including Highland Park in district play. I'll be at that game. Um, nice. And then we've also got, and, and then when they get in the, the playoffs, assuming they make the playoffs, which is mm-hmm. I think a fair assumption. Yeah. Assuming they get in the playoffs, um, then they will, um, they'll have to face teams like Denton Ryan within their own region. They'll have right. to face teams like College Station within their own region. They've got some some things to, to work out, but I will tell you that 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 Longview is a build. Longview continues to get better as the, as the yeah. year goes on. So, uh, but great time out there. Appreciate, uh, of course. Mesquite ISD, elite hospitality. Mm-hmm. Just, they're unbelievable out there. So thanks to the friends at Mesquite ISD. Two more notes I want to give out from Thursday night action last night. Uh, well, a few more. Smithson Valley beats New Braunfels in a relatively tight matchup that was tight into the fourth quarter. Um, not surprising the Smithson Valley won. I'm actually relatively impressed with New Braunfels. I think they're probably the third best team in that district. I think it's probably... Uh, Smithson Valley, Cibolo, Smithson Valley, and Cibolo Steel in some order. Your mileage may vary, and then I think New Braunfels is third. Um, I was impressed with them, um, and then also probably the big result from last night: uh, Fort Bend Hightower beats Manville. Uh, that's uh, the number four team in five A Division One goes down in their district opener, district game. I know it's district game, and and suddenly that's going to shake up some things. Now Hightower is playing really well, and that defense plate came to play. Manville's got a couple of offensive issues right now that they got to iron out, but this is a really impressive win for Hightower, and kind of turns up turns five A Division One that right side of the bracket a little bit upside down because you know we still don't know who's going there. The other one I want to mention, and this is I tweeted about this. But let's talk butterfly effect. Last night, Austin Akins beat Buda Hayes. Okay? And you're probably thinking, okay, like, go on. 
Um, <laughs> that has huge implications because if Buda Hayes does not make the playoffs, then Austin Westlake goes to the Division Two bracket, where, in my opinion, they would be at least the favorite to win Region Four. Depending on where Katie goes, they could be the favorite on the right side of the bracket. And depending on what you think of Denton Geyer, they could be the favorite to win a state championship. Huge news there uh, because Buda Hayes is now, I think, an uh, an underdog to make the playoffs. So that could have huge statewide implications. So that is kind of the Thursday night action that I saw. Were there any other games I was paying attention to? Those are really the ones. I was kind of locked in on the game I was at, obviously. So um, mm-hmm. kind of harder to, to pay attention to the Thursday night action. I had a player uh, in fantasy playing last night. So I watched the, the Panthers in Houston game. So he did really well, by the way. But we can move on. I just wanted to let you know I just that. have a question. Um, I just have a question, Mallory. <laughs> Do you think that's relevant to, to the class? Yeah. We take fantasy very seriously here, so I just wanted to, to point that out. Very seriously. Very. <sighs> this is a mistake. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, um, by the way, Matt Rule, speaking of that game, did you see Matt Rule? Matt, I did. Matt Rule was wearing a THSEA hat. On, on the sideline. I didn't night. see you, yeah, it is pre-game. relevant now. In the pregame, Matt Rule popped on a THSEA hat because Matt Rule, a real one. Rules. Shout out to Matt Rule. It's time for Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. The North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score some great deals on award-winning Hondas. Stop by your helpful Honda dealer today or visit ntxhondadealers.com to learn more. Thanks, Mallory. And thank you, Honda. Honda. Love Good Honda. Cars. Yes. Love you, Honda. Uh, it's Helpful Honda Mailback Friday. We're answering your questions. High school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, Michigan State football. Yeah, I can answer all those for All you. those questions about that. If you got questions, if you got questions, who do the troops have this week? Um, football. Are you who, talking about? Yeah, they play Miami of Ohio tomorrow, and they should beat them. Because they, you don't walk into Mitchie Stadium and win. Uh-uh. No, you don't walk into Mitchie Stadium and win. Anyway, Army's three now. They're going to be four now after next week, and then they're going to beat. Then they're going to beat Ball State. Then they go to Scotty. Scotty's going to be tough. Anyway, what is? Does anybody have any questions about things? A lot of high school football questions. So we'll that's go not ahead. surprising. I know these people. Um, I do want to make one comment first. Here we go. And here with a comment is Mallory Hartley. So somebody said, the line is at three and a half for Tepper calling Malpal pickle at least once. Okay. What's next pickle? So do you take the over or the under on this? I'll take the under. You know why? Because I have control. I shouldn't have told you. I should have. You shouldn't have told me because now I'm going to say it very slowly. What's next? Mallory. Someone said, are the Holmes Huskies for real this season? Yeah, good question. Um, you know, their one loss on the year was last week to Taft, if I remember correctly. And let me pull that up. Um, Holmes, yeah, their one loss, they, they lost a heartbreaker to Taft last week. Um, and, but, they, well, no, I'm sorry, that was two weeks ago. And then they beat O'Connor uh, last week. So they're 3-1. and one. They're, playing, they're playing Jay tonight. I think they're going to beat Jay. Um... And then, you know, the, 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 there's a real... They get a bye week, and then they, they really get the three-game stretch that I think is going to really tell the tale. They're playing Marshall, Harlan, and Warren in consecutive weeks. Now, I don't think... I think Marshall's probably better than we thought they were. I think Warren is probably a little worse than we thought they were. Assume a loss to Brennan. I don't think that's that's necessarily going on a limb here. I'll say, uh, I mean, it depends on what you think is uh, we mean by for real, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do I think they're a playoff team? Yeah. 
Um, I think that they are. I'm, I'm going to pencil in Brennan. I'm going to pencil in Taft. So there's there's now going to be boy, it's a nine team district. That's so it's it's seven teams for two spots. I think O'Connor's riding the struggle bus, which is strange to say. I think Stevens is riding the struggle bus. I think Warren's riding the struggle bus. So it's going to come down to them, Marshall, Jay, and Harlan for two spots, right? I think they're one of those two better teams. Uh, big game tonight, or, or, or um, yeah. Or the, no, they already won last night. Yeah, yeah. They won last night. My bad. Um, they won last night over over Jay. Be, yes. Oh, never yes. mind. They beat Jay. My bad. Uh, I did not realize that game was last night. That's huge. That's a huge win. That's a win you've got to have over a team that that you're fighting for a playoff spot. And they won it resoundingly too. They won 41-14 according to my notes. Now they get a bye week and then they go into those three spots, those three important games. You go two and one in those these next three games with Marshall, Harlan, and Warren. Start packing your bags for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're for real. I think that they're. I'll, I'll say this about them. I think their defense is for real. Their defense has been really, really good, pretty consistently. Like the one game that they that they they had a tough time against was San Marcos. Um, I think this. I think they're for real. I like. I, I'm I'm buying in on the Huskies. What's next? I like this question. Um, who has the best O line in three A? Do you know? I mean, I don't know if you. So it's tough. It's tough to, to measure that, yeah, but I think um, that's an interesting question. My initial question. reaction would be a team like, I mean, Jim Ned's offensive line's really Yeah, good. yeah. Jim Ned's offensive line's very solid and very veteran. Gunner has an excellent offensive line, although they're like they're a weird team. Weird is the wrong word. They're a team that gets by without having huge size because they're just really well coached and they're really disciplined. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been impressed with what I've seen from Franklin's offensive line early. Um, those are initially teams. Let me see. Let me make sure I'm not forgetting somebody. Let me look at something real quick. Um, I got okay. <clears throat> Here's another one. <clears throat> I think I, I've been very impressed with Childress's offensive line. Mm-hmm. They're keeping their quarterback clean, and 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 a lot of that offense is running because they're able to give him time to, to take deep shots. Um, yeah, and the other one that I would throw out there, I think West's offensive line's been great. Yokum's another one. Yokum is, and part of it is because their coach is Bo Robinson, and he's just an offensive line guy. Um, their offensive line's always very solid. Those would be ones that immediately spring to mind as far as the best offensive lines that I've seen on film. Um, I haven't seen every 3A team, so apologies. Apologies if, like, I don't know. Like, if for some reason, like, unbeknownst to me, like Denver City has just just killer offensive line, and I just don't know why I apologize. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, what's next, Mallory? Daniel Sanchez said, "What's the best college football stadium in Texas, FBS or at the FCS level? Either one." Well, see, this is tough because y'all are gonna be mad. I'm gonna be. I'm. Oh, do you have do you have a take? Yes. Go ahead. My mean green. And I'm not just saying that because you I went there. are such I'm not just saying that because I went. It's a beautiful stadium. It's a great stadium. It's beautiful. It's a great. It's brand it is, new. It is, it is the, the perfect. It's the. It's a perfect stadium for a conference USA team like them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look, we, I mean, it's hard to say like, you look at like the, the behemoths of Kyle and DKR, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I have always really liked... I think TDECU Stadium in Houston is awesome. Yeah. If you've never been there, we did the cover shoot with uh, Ed Oliver there in 2017, 2018, mm-hmm. 2018. Um, and he, that stadium's awesome. That stadium's fantastic. Uh, look, the answer is the Sun Bowl. <laughs> 
That's a good one. The Sun Bowl rules. What about Kyle? What about Kyle Stadium? Or Kyle, Kyle Field. Field. Yeah. I love Kyle. I think I mean Kyle. Kyle is like it's it's it's. I don't it's know. Big. It, it, the thing is, big. it's like compare. Like you can't really compare. AT&T Stadium to right, like the right. Puncher Dome. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. they're like and, and that's 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 mean to say but it's like Kyle Field exists in its own universe. Kyle and DKR. Right. Because they're just these massive behemoths that we have been like what if we just built it bigger? Right. Like seems cool if we just keep making it bigger. Uh and they do. Um those are those are on different universes than like Eamon Carter, which is an awesome stadium. Right. That's but it's cool. like Eamon Carter and Kyle Field like are are two very different buildings in my right. opinion. Like just two different structure like you would not compare kyle to apogee like, I, was about not, to, that, I was about to say that you, you can't fair. compare no, it's not fair no. because it's like apogee need seats more. what 50 it holds i think 30 30 okay maybe i'm wrong we it's can gotta hold, it's gotta be but apogee. i get your point like because obviously kyle field is meant to hold a lot 30,000 30, 30, yes. 30,850 oh, 30,850. Kyle holds over 100,000, guys. Yeah, um, you can't compare them. Kyle Field right. has a capacity of 102,000, okay? It is it's like more than three times the yeah. size of Apogee. <laughs> so it's like, it's hard to like square it. So You have to go based on guidelines or like, you yeah, know. Yeah, like weight class. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The answer is sure. the Sun Bowl. Okay. Sun Bowl rules. Uh, actually, oh, let me throw out another one. Tarleton's new stadium in Stephenville is awesome. Is it? I've never really been there. Really cool. Really cool stadium. Um, yeah. Tarleton's cool. new stadium is very, very cool. Good for them. What's right. next? Comments on the Willis Wildcats after back-to-back wins hey over a Consolidated and Klein Collins. Hey, now. Let's talk about what Michael Wall's doing down there. Um, <laughs> I'm glad somebody asked about this. Yeah. Um, and maybe we should have seen it coming, but it's hard to see. I don't know when it. So so Willis started zero and two. Okay, they lost to Tomball and they lost to Huntsville, right? But both those games were pretty reasonable. They were underdogs in both those games, and they kind of hung in there. But it's one of those things that early on, those are really they they those can be really deceiving. Mm-hmm. Results, because like you don't want to hop on a bandwagon if a team is zero and two. Because like, okay, well, like, right? What does that mean? Did you just like did the other team play poorly? Did you play great? Like, did you play outside your mind? But they have very clearly round. Like, it's very clear that those should have been the canary in the coal mine for us. Mm-hmm. They should have told us about Willis, because that win we didn't talk enough about a- them. Their win at AM Consolidated uh, last week. That was awesome. And then they go and they beat Klein Collins. Now, Klein Collins is in a rough way right now. Klein Collins is having a lot of trouble, and they're most especially having a lot of trouble, if I remember correctly. They're having trouble on defense. Um, so I don't. So so that's one thing. But at the same time, you don't apologize for wins, okay? Plain and simple. Absolutely. Willis is, in my opinion, they might, they might screw around and be the second-best team in that district. They might. Because the Woodlands is, in my opinion, the best yeah. team in that district. Yeah. I think the Woodlands is still the best team in that district. Depends on what you think of Grand Oaks, right? Conroe Grand Oaks is 4 0. Uh, if you think Conroe Grand Oaks is for real, then you would slot Willis third. But, like, I think, frankly, I think they're. I think they're the third best team in that district. Uh, they're, they're either the second or third best team in that district, which is something that maybe, I don't know if we predicted. Let me pull up our preseason predictions, see if I can do that. Did we have them in the playoffs? We did not. 
I don't think. No, we had Willis last in that district. Mm. We had Willis wow. last in that district. Good for them. They've That's they've awesome. turned it around. Yeah, Michael Wall's got something cooking there, y'all. Pay attention to them. That is that is that is not a fluke. That is not a fluke. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Wall's the former Lake Travis offensive coordinator. He's he's got something cooking there. Pay attention to the Wildcats with a K. What's next? Wildcats with a K. Mallory. Is there a chance that South Lake Carroll goes D two? This is a pretty okay. common one. So, okay, <laughs> okay. We have to answer this twice. The answer is yes, mm-hmm. and also no. Nah. Uh, so here's the thing: South Lake Carroll has an enrollment of 2786. Okay, so if they were going to go D two, that makes them the third biggest school in the district in right. District Four Five Four Six A. So it is possible that if the two the right two teams get into the di- get into the playoffs, that they could go to Division Two. Now, one of those teams is Keller, and Keller has been great. Keller's 4-0. I got asked about that yesterday on Craig Way Show. Carl Strelo's got those Indians cooking. Mm-hmm. Carl Strelo is the former defense uh, defensive coordinator at uh, Coppell. He was at somewhere else, too. He is a really good defensive mind. He's got the Indians cooking. I think Keller's probably getting the playoffs. The other team that has to make the playoffs is Keller Timber Creek. Now, Keller Timber Creek's 1-3, yeah. but they are, a, they are a, a, a weird team in the sense that they played a lot of close games and they've come out on the other side of it. But what they're going to have to do is that then they're going to have to find a way to beat right now if you're asking me who are the other two teams that are going to make it, I would say it's probably Eaton and Byron Nelson. I think those are probably the favorites. Eaton's really good. Eaton's pretty good. They, like, like if you are Carol, and by the way, Carol definitely wants to go D2. Mm-hmm. They 100% want to go D2. If, if you are, if you're a South Lake Carol fan, get out your Keller Timber Creek pom-poms. Get them out. <laughs> shake them around. We're big. T- we're, we're a Timber Creek family. That's what we are. Um, I is it possible? Yes. I would put it at about a one in five chance. About a one in five chance, like Carol goes D two. Okay, that's that's right now how I project. Like right now, I'd say Westlake going D two is about a four in five chance. That's how I would classify okay. that, just because of the way that things are breaking. What's next, Mallory? We've got food question. Love it. Love it. You could construct a five-course meal from oh, various God. courses from any Texas restaurant. <laughs> what would the menu be? You can't spring this on me. Yes, I can. This is not fair. This is, this is um, better. You can't think about it. You just have to say it. Can we go, like, f- I mean, high-class uh, restaurants? Of course you can. Okay. I've got one. Okay, what would you I've got, got at least maybe my appetizer. High-class high restaurants. High class. Why? Because we're, we're, we're fancy around here. Are we? Yeah. That's that's news to me as okay. the managing editor. <laughs> okay. my I know my appetizer. This is going to probably sound weird, but that, that glazed carrot from Bob's. Okay. That's... At least have here's, my appetizer. Here's, here's, a couple, here's a couple of options that you have here. Okay. okay. Here's a couple of options. You can go to... Uh, I think the appetizer is very clear. <clears throat> You're wrong. The appetizer right. is very clear. The, the appetizer is bacon burn-ins from Heim. That's just not... From not, what? From Heim. From Heim Barbecue. Oh. Bacon burn-ins from Heim. That's okay. That's the starter. That's a, that's a good one. For a main... And I'm not going to go through all this, but I'll just tell you some things that I've been craving recently. Somebody who's <laughs> trying to eat healthy. <clears throat> um... It's almost lunchtime. Yeah. Um, what you so then? Then I want you to go to. Um, 
I want you to go to Alpine. I want you to go to Riata, the original Riata. There's one in Fort Worth, but you got to go to the original one. You got to get steak, steak and enchiladas out at uh, out at Riata. That's that's what I've been really thinking. Like that would really rule right now. Would be some of that. I'm getting hungry. Um, yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't. I don't do dessert. I don't like ordering dessert at restaurants. What? Okay, but what if they've got really good dessert? I mean, what if they're like known for their dessert? You're gonna Who's get it right. Known for their dessert. Yeah, I don't know. I, when I said that, I was like, mm, I don't know. My wife and I went out for an anniversary dinner recently. Then you have to get dessert there. We got dessert vision. there, and I like had two bites. I'm like, I'm done. Like if they've got t- good. T- you know what I'd rather soup? have instead of dessert? More steak. Oh yeah, I guess you're right about that. That's a see. Yeah. See that? You're thinking. Your brain is thinking. All right. Do we have an ender? Uh, or do I have two more? Okay. How about... Got two more. Do you think Lorena can take the region this year? Lorena? Uh, they're a weird team. <laughs> I keep saying that about teams. They're a weird team. <laughs> they're different. I don't mean it. But, like, here's what I mean by that. Okay? They're a team that I think is better than their record indicates. They are uh, two and two right now. They're two and two. But their losses, if I remember correctly... Let me pull this up. Their losses are really good losses, like yeah. you know, if, if such a thing can exist. Um, I'm certain that uh, I'm certain that the coaching staff, Coach Biles, would, would disagree. But their losses are to Franklin and to China Spring. Those are not only state ranked teams, but one of those in China Spring is a state ranked four A team. Okay, but they blew out Gatesville when they've played teams in their own weight class. In my opinion, they've been really good. Um, I think they're the. I still think they're the best team in that district. Although we'll find out probably tonight. When they go to Little River Academy, who's undefeated, I think that's probably the the real tell. As far as am I willing to go and say that they're going to win the region? Um, I'll give that a firm maybe. Um, Hallettsville is still, I think, dangerous. They're weird, yeah. man. Yoakum's dangerous. Columbus is dangerous. And then within their own district tonight, uh, with with Academy, um, I think they can. I would put them <sighs> ask me Monday if they beat Academy and especially if they beat Academy like a drum then I'm willing to buy in on them as the favorite in Region 3 in 3A Division 1 if they do that I I, I want to see I want to see them go out there this is this is to me a, like what we're going to get tonight because they should have lost to Franklin in my opinion that's, three, that's the number one team in 3A Division 2 yeah. they should have lost to China Spring that's a, that's t- state ranked 4A team right but they also should have beaten Gatesville and they should have beaten Madisonville. You could consider this Academy game a coin flip. If they go out there and they drill Academy, I'm buying it on the Leopards. I want to see what they do tonight. I'm waiting for one more data point. That's that's a that's a really nice way of dancing around answering mm-hmm. a question. That's why they beat <laughs> Can't that's get right. at that. All right, last one. Um, I don't have one, but I'll ask you one. Oh, God. No, this is just, it's a good one. What game are you looking forward to most tonight? <sighs> Just simple. Carthage Gilmer. Oh, yeah. That's a, that'll be a good one. I'm looking forward to Car- Carthage Gilmer because, as I as I explained on Tep and Step. Gilmer's looking for revenge. High school football play, uh, podcast. Not only is this a revenge game, right? 4A mm-hmm. Division II mm-hmm. title game rematch. This is this is a moment in which we're going to find out exactly what the shape of 4A Division Two is. Right. Because... If Carthage beats the brakes off of Gilmer tonight, then that is going to, that every other team in 4A Division 2 is just going to kind of hang their head and go, welp, nothing like that. <laughs> but if Gilmer Welp. hangs or Gilmer wins, 
then like that is a hope. It's a game it's changer. hope for yeah. every other team in 4A Division 2. Tonight is the night that we find out like do we need to pay attention to 4A Division 2 as closely? Or can we just wait until December 17th and be like, okay. Yeah. Hey, Carthage, good to see you again. <laughs> Tonight's the night. I'm very excited about it. It's it's an, uh, I, I kind of profiled my existential crisis about this game on Tep and Step. Um, I'm very intrigued by it mm-hmm. because I think Gilmer's got the juice. Brandon Tennyson's a freaking superstar, but Carthage is Carthage, and they're at home. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, I'm very I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be paying very close attention to that game on Bally Sports Southwest, where you can watch six hours of live Texas high school football coverage nice. starting at seven o'clock, all the way until mayhem in the AM, one AM, with Rick Renner, Craig Way, and myself. It's gonna be fun. Aaron Hardigan will be there as well. I'm fairly certain uh, Ashley Pickle's gonna try to maneuver her way onto the screen. She will. She's good at that. She'll try. She's pretty good. I've been trying to keep her on for a while. <laughs> Obviously, it's a you're not mixed, doing a very good job. Mixed results there. <laughs> um, okay, that's gonna do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Hey, Mallory, didn't call you pickle once. Yeah, well, that's because I told you. I shouldn't have told you because yeah, really it would have happened. Oh, yeah, that's dumb on your part. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Mal Pal, Mallory Hartley, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please can get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow. No, we won't. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today.